Thank you for downloading this podcast from Emmanuel Church Lurgan. At Emmanuel, our vision is to help rewrite the story of Craigavon, Ireland and the nations with the good news of the Kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy listening to this message. Good evening, everyone. A big welcome tonight to our uh, communion service, family communion service on this Good Friday night. Why don't you turn around and say hello to some people? Maybe you've already done that. Turn around and make them feel welcome in the space tonight. Big welcome as well to anybody who's joining online with us tonight. Uh, if you're not able to make it in the room, but you're joining with us, you are, are so welcome. Tonight, just very simply at the start, just to say this, we, uh, we're just going to allow tonight to flow as much as possible. But tonight is a moment for us, for people of all ages, to be able to come as we gather as families tonight, to be able to come and to remember uh, and to reflect on all that this day means for us, this day, Good Friday, what it signifies for us. This Sunday, we're very excited to be able to gather in church. And this Sunday, we will gather with the, with the, the verse and the declaration of He has risen, He's alive. But today, we just, and tonight, we just simply come and we remind ourselves, we center around the declaration of the promise, It is finished. Tonight, we remind ourselves of Calvary, and all that it has won for us. And so tonight, all we're simply going to do, we're going to worship. We're going to center ourselves around just a couple of passages of Scripture. We have some people of different ages um, being able to read for us tonight uh, in this moment. We're going to break bread. We're going to celebrate communion. And we're going to just lead and flow through, a different, uh, through different forms of that. There, there's a space here. I'm going to set this aside. There's a space here. If you want to, at any stage, come in and engage in worship in this space, you're very welcome. We're going to be reflecting as well tonight, just off the back of these 40 days of prayer. We are, we've, we're coming to an end on it. We're going to be leading you around where we go next with that. Hello, Lenny and Janice. Welcome back from Spain. Uh, good to see us tonight. Um, some people have got away in the nice sunshine. <laughs> uh, we're going to be reflecting and reminding ourselves just over what God has been sensing and depositing with us over the last 40 days uh, over this, this period. But at the very top, you'll see there's a scroll from the prayer room, just simply to say as well that at any space during worship tonight, if you sense the Spirit leading you in anything, this scroll has been populated with words and images and prophetic leadings that the Lord has given us during these last 40 days. And in this space tonight, if you sense anything else to add to it, please feel free to join in with it. Let's, let's get at it tonight. Let's, let's, we're here for a reason. We're here to worship our Savior. We're here to worship King Jesus. And I would love you to stand with me tonight. We'll come up at different moments just to lead. Holly's going to lead us in one song just at the beginning of tonight just to center ourselves. So why don't you in this space, why don't you hold your hands out, can you? Tonight, we want to simply honor you, King Jesus. Jesus Christ, we honor you tonight as our Savior and as our Lord. Thank you for all that this day means for us as your people. God, as we will be reflecting so heavily tonight, we thank you for Calvary. 
Thank you for the cross. Thank you for what it has won for us. Thank you for all that it has enabled us to step into in our lives, God, individually and collectively as your people. And tonight in this space, we just simply say, Jesus, we love you. We worship you. We glorify you. Thank you that by your spirit, you're here with us. And so we gather with one voice and we simply say afresh, come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit and lead us and guide us through every part of tonight. Jesus, take all the glory that is rightfully yours and be honored in our words and our worship. God, with our hearts tonight, we give it all to you. In your name we pray. Amen. Let's, let's worship him tonight. Thanks, guys. Sing song. 
Jesus, yes, even in this moment, our gaze is transfixed on your face. And God, as a people, again, afresh, God, we just express our love and our devotion and our gratitude to you, Jesus, in this moment. Come lead us into more and more of a revelation of your love for us tonight, God. We praise your people in your name. Amen. Take a seat for me, just in a second. Um, we're... we're we're expectant even tonight and even over this weekend and even in the days that come, we recognize that we come to this moment of Good Friday. We come off the back of 40 days of prayer where we've been gathered as the churches together. We recognize that not even just in our prayer room here in Lurgan, but in moments in the building in Portadown and in Shalom and with Kara as well, we've been praying. We reckon that perhaps somewhere between 850 to 900 hours of prayer, somewhere among that over the last 40 days, which has just been beautiful to see. And for many people, for some of you, that has been some of the first times you've been able to engage with us. There's a thing called COVID that's happened over these last couple of years, and some people have joined with us during that moment. And one of the things that I've loved, just been beautiful to see, has just been some of the creative ways that the Spirit has been speaking to people during that time. 
as the Father has been revealing himself to people during these last 40 days. Some of the things that we, the stories that we've been hearing that have been coming out of the prayer room in the last 40 days, some of the ways in which the Lord has been speaking to people during the last 40 days as well. Trevor and Colette are going to come and be interviewed just in a second. But as they come, I just wanted you to watch the screen. One of the other ways, which we see just very creatively, Julie Timlin, who comes to our church, she loves to write poetry. Um, and over this, these last 40 days, just there's been different ways when she's just been penning and just scribing some of the different ways she's been encountering the Lord. And one of them she put online, which she's recorded. She's not able to be here tonight to do it live, uh, but she's recorded. And just want you to watch the screen so she just reads some of the words that the Lord's given. And as she's doing that, Trevor and Claire, why don't you come to the front and we'll speak to you off the back. So let, let's just watch the screens. This is Carl's room. Alarm, too early. It's a holiday, just go back to sleep. I have an appointment, I'm getting up. It's a holy day. Why bother, let someone else go. You know, someone who can pray properly. No, he's expecting me, me. He won't mind, he might even be relieved. Not listening, I'm going. You'll waken the dogs and they'll waken everybody else. Not a cheap. It's so cold. Just go back. Nobody's going to chide. He's waiting and I'm going. He'll only cry for an hour. Fool. No better place then, for he has a bottle. Arrive, eyes stinging, but some kind soul has left the kettle boiled for tea and he's here smiling, just like he said. Authentic, tied prayers Tears come easier than words, but that doesn't faze him. He understands both. Welcoming. Child, pull up a chair. Lean in close. All of heaven's waiting. Beautiful words, but honest reflection that perhaps even for, for many of us will be journeyed through these 40 days, particularly sometimes in the early hours of the morning, as well as, as people came in. Um, but it's just been such a, a, an enriching time for us again as we've stepped into this. Trevor and Colette, um, while not brand new, but relatively new uh, to us as, as a church family here in Lurgan, I just wanted for you guys just to have a moment, suppose just in terms of before we start to reflect on the cross, but even with the last 40 days and moments of encounter, what are some of the things that you guys have sensed, even in the moments of being in the prayer room as you've encountered the Lord, what he's led you in. Why don't you share that with us for a moment? Well, I suppose I'll uh, start whenever we were actually going to the prayer room. And we'd get up and we'd, we'd go out through the door and we'd hear the birds and see the moon. And it was like, wow, this is just so brilliant. But the very act of entering into that prayer room was such a revelation for us because we were entering into God's space, his his thin place, his invited place. So whenever we went in there, then uh, we, do, we were sitting in his presence. But one of the things that, because we're on a cancer journey, one of the things that our, our God led us through was to have praise and worship. And in that there, I, I had, we were reading this book and it said that when you worship, when you pray, that you are, you are praying and worshiping with the 24 elders and all the hosts of heaven. Well, this idea just struck me. I'm not praying here by myself. I'm not weeping here by myself. I'm not doing anything by myself. I'm doing it in the, in the midst of all of the connected people who are coming in and out of here. 
but who are also connecting with our Heavenly Father. And it, it kind of blew my mind away. And we, and we ended up having more thankfulness in our prayer. And the other thing that came out was where he was saying, you know, my beloved, I'm his beloved. We are his beloved. And, you know, I'm so near to you. And all of these things were kind of washing over us. And then his serenity, he was the sovereign Lord over it all. And in, in our journey, we were, we were being asked to give everything over to him because he's making a way where there seems to be no way. And we felt this not only for us, but for the Emmanuel Church, for all the connected people here, all the people who have went into the prayer, who've mm. entered into that prayer room, that he is making a way for something really new and that the Holy Spirit is just dancing before everybody. And it, it, is, mm. it has definitely made it a bit, it's kind of like, you know, you want to yeah. do a wee, a wee jig yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and at six o'clock in the morning, sometimes we didn't feel that. But, but what about you? I'll not be as elegant as, uh, as, as, as my wife. Uh, I, uh, I wasn't quite sure what to expect, but I have to say it surpassed all of my expectations. The intimacy I felt when I walked into that prayer room was just blew me away. Uh, we have a very good friend uh, who years ago we used to talk about thin places, about his thin places. Uh, and to be honest with you, I, I, didn't, I, I believe I didn't totally get it then. I now get it. For me, that felt like a real thin place. That intimacy with God, that just getting away from the marine world, everything outside, and just concentrating on that. And what I learned from it was really just how powerful prayer is. And even more so than I've learned in the last three years, how powerful it is, but how essential it is that you make time and space for prayer. Amen. Thanks, guys. Let's give them a round of applause, can we? And I'm sure right across the room, there are many of you who could just be sharing your own experiences if you were standing here, people from the different churches um, and how you encountered the Lord. And the reality is, as we come off the back of these 40 days, the last thing we want to do is to pat ourselves on the back and say, tick the box and say, that's it done. We just sense that there's a growing momentum there's a growing appetite for prayer in the house. And we just wanted to say that not this Sunday, but the Sunday after we'll be announcing at that point about how we can desire to continue and how we desire to build in this moment. But the reality is the reason why we were praying and leading up to these 40 days is because of what this day signifies. This isn't something we do just to, for the sake of something that's religious. Everything that this day, Good Friday, what it won for us, the moment of victory that was declared in this day, this is the reason why we gather as the people of God. And tonight what we want to simply do is, as the guys just uh, continue just to play quietly, we're, just going, we're going to lead into worship again in a few minutes. But as we do that, before we just want to remind ourselves just by meditating in Scripture. We want to just allow God's Word to speak afresh tonight. And I'm delighted that we have Matty. Where's Matty? Matty, here you are. Come on and up. And Annie, two of our younger generations from amongst our churches. And they're going to come and they're going to just read from the scripture for us tonight. The words are going to be on the screen. And I would just love for you as they read tonight just to, to follow along, but to meditate in these words. Allow them to almost wash and renew our minds afresh just in the beauty of this moment. So guys, why don't you come and read for us? So they took Jesus away. 
carrying the cross by himself, he went to the place called Place of the Skull. There they nailed him to the cross. Two others were crucified with him, one on either side, with Jesus between them. And Pilate posted a sign on the cross that read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. The place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and the sign was written in Hebrew, Latin, and Greek, so that many people could read it. Then the leading priests objected and said to Pilate, change it from the king of the Jews to he said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate replied, no, what I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they divided his clothes among the four of them. They also took his robe, but it was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said, rather than tearing it apart, let's throw dice for it. This fulfilled the scripture that says, they divided my garments among themselves and threw dice for my clothing. So that is what they did. Standing near the cross were Jesus' mother and his mother's sister, Mary, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciple he loved, he said to her, Dear woman, here is your son. And he said to this disciple, Here is your mother. And from then on, his disciple took her into his home. Jesus knew that his mission was now finished. And to fulfill scripture, he said, I am thirsty. A jar of sour wine was sitting there, so they soaked a sponge in it and put it on a hyssop branch and held it up to his lips. When Jesus had tasted it, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and released his spirit. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honour beside God's throne. Think of all the hostility he endured from sinful people. Then you won't become weary and give up. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, let's give a round of applause, can we? As, as we flow through tonight in a little while, we're going to worship again just in a second. We're going to, we're going to break bread together. There's going to be an opportunity to come forward and break bread in the space tonight. As we remind ourselves of these words, Phil is going to come at the end and just lead us just in terms of everything that this means for us and steps us into. I, with these words, which, and I guess probably in the familiarity of the words, it's so easy just to take this story for granted at times. These are words which we've heard. If you've been around church from a young age, you've perhaps heard it many times. Perhaps you haven't, and you've only heard it maybe the once or the twice. And yet the enormity of these words, what I sense that tonight is that this is not more than just a moment simply to rejoice. I think that this is a moment to realign some of our thinking that this is a moment to realign even who we are as a people and even where we're at, even in our own walk with the Lord, we get a chance to do that as we come around the table. And yet the, th- the words that Annie just finished reading to us, while we reflect on everything that we, we read of in John's gospel and the narrative and the story of we know of the cross, everything that Jesus went through, the humiliation, the pain, the anguish, imagine the enormity of everything that it went through. And yet the writer to Hebrews says these words, he endured that. He endured that for the joy that was set before him. 
we as elders in Lurgan, we were praying together on Wednesday and I prayed those words and it felt like it was almost for the first time again, just the enormity of those words. For the joy that was set before him, he endured it for what was set before him. And, and in two different ways, just before we worship, you know, one of the most beautiful things for us to reflect on tonight, for the joy that was set before him was you and was me. That in every bit within Jesus that you can imagine that as he, as he prepared himself, even as we reflected through this holy week, as he knew what was about to come and as he went through everything of that day, where there's every bit of him that will want to get out, the thing that kept him going was the joy that was set before him. A people who would be restored to relationship with their father. A people who would be able to step into the fullness of life and the enormity and the full plans that he had for them. This was the joy that was set before him. And when Jesus saw that, he was able to say, it is worth it. It was worth it. And for me, as I hear those words afresh tonight, and this is where I would love us, even as we come around communion, it's just to reflect, you know, what waters for the things that Christ has come to set us free from, what are some of the things that we're still holding on to? For all that he came to reveal to us, are we daily renewing our minds and living into the fullness of life? Because you see, what Jesus planned for us and what he saw for us, Jesus said it was worth it. And so he endured the cross. And tonight, even as we worship, as we come around the table, tonight is a moment to realign our lives with God's best for us. Tonight is a moment even to step into this in a fresh way. And where Phil is going to come at the end tonight, it's just even to lead us as the church Jesus just didn't see just even about just individuals being in a relationship. Jesus saw a body. Jesus saw a people. Jesus saw a family that was going to be restored into relationship. Jesus saw a people where we read in the passage tonight that said that when Jesus had completed his mission, Jesus saw before him a people, a church who would carry on this mission and would bring his life to the world around him. Jesus saw a people who would come alive in the ways of the Holy Spirit, who would be endowed and released by his power, who would be gifted by his spirit to continue this mission. This was the joy that was set before him. And tonight, this is the beauty that we get to come as that people tonight and worship our Savior, to worship the one who has begun this very thing that we are part of, the church, the joy, the man wisdom that is now revealed to the, to, the, to the rulers and authorities in the spiritual realms has been revealed. We are the church. And tonight, we just get to worship our Savior, who for the joy, us, for the joy, this, the church that was set before him, he endured it. And so, guys, I think tonight we have a reason afresh just to worship. Tonight, as we come around the table, a reason just to align ourselves once again, to examine our hearts, to bring before him everything that we need to tonight. And I would love us just, we'll come and we'll break bread in a second, but tonight I would love us just to continue to stand and just to worship King Jesus amongst us. Let's give him what he rightfully deserves tonight. Let's hold nothing back in this space with worship. And let's give on to him what is rightfully his. So stand with me tonight, can you? We're going to be, again, up and down and reflecting in different ways. But let's just worship him afresh tonight. So Jesus, for the joy that was set before you, thank you that you saw us. Thank you that you saw us, Lord. And in this moment, God, we just give back to you what is rightfully yours. We worship you, King Jesus, amongst us tonight. And so uh, as a people, let's, we freely received. 
Let's freely give in this moment. Let's give on to the Lord. Worship, I'll come up again in a little while and just begin to lead us around communion. And Bruno will come and pray around some of the elements. But let's just give on to the Lord. Just worship in this space before we break bread tonight. Sorrows, Lamb of God, by his own betrayed the sin of man and wrath of God has been on Jesus laid.
Right, so just once more in this moment, listen to these words that Paul says in, in Ephesians chapter 3. God's purpose in all this was to use the church to display his wisdom and its rich variety to all the unseen rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. This was his eternal plan, which he carried out through Christ Jesus our Lord. Because of Christ and our faith in Him, we can now boldly and confidently come into God's presence. So please don't lose heart because of my trials here. I'm suffering for you, so you should feel honored. Tonight we get to actually reveal this once again in this moment to the spiritual forces of darkness in the unseen realm. Tonight we're going to reveal this once again. What I would love us to do just one more time with this, just for the final verse of that, guys, if that's okay. The word that we're going to sing in this is just a boastful declaration. The word hallelujah is where we boast. The Bible says don't boast in anything, but boast in the Lord. And the word hallelujah is when we boast in God. We're boasting in Him. We're boasting in Him alone. And so before we, I'll come again and we'll just lead in communion. I would just love for us just to do this one more time, just this last verse. When we get to that word hallelujah, this is where together we boast. It is finished it is done. Victory has been won because of Jesus Christ and his blood. And so let's, let's sing this, Steve. Can we lead us in that final verse? See the stone is rolled away. Behold the end. Come on, let's boast in this tonight. Hallelujah. Come on, let's boast.
praise and honor unto Jesus. And one of the other ways we're going to do that now is by simply doing what he told us to do. What our master Jesus told us to remind ourselves of this. We're going to break bread, which remind ourselves of the cross. What I would love for you to do in this morning, take a wee seat just for me. Um, some of our elders are going to be at the tables tonight. Some of our people from church here, so rather than you having to dip your hands into the bread, they're going to be there with gloves on tonight. Just they're going to drop some of the crackers into your hands. And that you can come and get some of the, the juice for yourself. What I'd love you to do, if when you get this, if you could bring it back to your seat and just hold it. We're going to take this as one together tonight. Bruna's going to come, one of our one of our stalwarts from here in the journey of Emmanuel, and one of our elders, and Emmanuel poured it down as well, is going to come and is going to pray just through the different emblems tonight. And then off the back of it, we're just simply going to worship again. Phil is going to come off the back of that and lead us just through the rest of the night. But um, why don't you just start to come with any of the guys who are going to be given out? You're wearing the blue gloves, the blue fancy gloves, if you want to come and get yourselves positioned and ready for this. Um, and when they're ready to go with us, why don't you start just coming forward get some of the cracker, get some of the juice, bring it back to your seat and just hold it. And then Bruno's just going to come and just pray through the different albums with us tonight. So let's start moving.
I'm just going to read this passage that so many of you will be really familiar with, but I'd love you to um, listen to it like it's the first time that you've ever heard it, okay? And then I'm going to pray after we've taken the emblems together. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took the bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this, this is my body, which is for you, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So Jesus, we thank you for your body. God, we take it tonight knowing that it is for us, that it was broken to redeem us. And so Jesus, we take it tonight with gratitude and humility in our hearts. Let's take the bread. And in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this. Whenever you drink it in remembrance of me, for whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. And so God, as we take the cup tonight, we remember all that your blood achieved we thank you for how you have redeemed us. But you've not just redeemed us, God. You've restored us and you've called us into more. Jesus, may we never be numb to the cross. May we never forget all of the insult, all of the injury and all of the isolation that you felt when you were contained there. But it was love that contained you there and how you move towards us in your sacrifice. So God, when we think of our own input and all of the reasons that we needed you to go there, God, would you help us to also lift up our eyes and see the output of the cross? May we see all that you've achieved through that, Jesus. And may we embrace with open hearts and open hands all that you're calling us into, Father, because we know it is beautiful. We know it is marvelous, God, and we know that, that you, you didn't go to the cross for nothing, God. We don't want to stay where we are, Jesus. There's more. And so we just praise you and glorify you for all that you've given up for us.
Yes, amen. Thank you, Lord God. Yeah, let's give him some praise. That's good. That's good. We exalt the Lord Jesus. We declare you King of kings and Lord of lords. Grab your seats a couple of minutes. Just um, keeping in the attitude of worship that we're in. Um, we're, we're, we're finished now in the next few minutes. We said it'd be an hour for all the kids here, so don't be worrying. I'm not, it's not a 30-minute preach, just in case you're panicking. Um, but I, I, if, if you're a little bit older in here, you'll remember, um, you'll remember videotapes. Remember when you had to go to Extra Vision if you wanted to watch a movie? And um, you had to rent the movie. You know that that new release where everybody was waiting on the new releases, and um, and then you had to rewind them before you brought them back. You remember? They asked you when you brought it back, "Have you rewound it?" Um, all the young ones are looking at me now. What is he talking about? Um, it's a bit like what we do at Easter. It's a bit like we rewind the tape. I'm a Formula One fan. Most of you know that. And I have some favorite races that I've stored up. Don't have to rewind them anymore, thankfully. But I can watch them again. And what we do at Easter is we rewind the tape, as it were, and we watch the story again. We watch the story unfold. We watch the, the contest. What a contest it was. We call this Good Friday. It wasn't that good for him as a matter of fact on that Friday it looked like he was losing the contest it looked like it was um, the opponent who was Satan was winning the day when Jesus was scourged when he was marred the Bible tells us his visage marred more than any man's it looked like the enemy was winning the day when they laid him prostrate on the ground and they nailed his hands and his feet to an old wooden cross. And then, as I wrote in my ramble today, they jostled it across the ground, dropped it into a hole, probably anything up to two feet, three feet deep. And they dropped it in crudely. And his body would have jolted under the weight of his whole body on nails firing his bones out of joint it's highly likely that when they say it was at the place of the skull it's highly likely that people were passing by the Bible tells us that and they would spit at him looked like the enemy was winning looked like Jesus is losing the contest and then there was seven sayings of the cross and the sixth saying is an interesting one wasn't the final one but the sixth saying was it is finished that was the sixth saying of the cross final saying was into your hands I commend my spirit but it's interesting that little phrase it is finished in the Greek it's just one word finished and it's interesting to note that what Jesus didn't say was it is over he just said it is finished because it wasn't over as a matter of fact it was just beginning on that good Friday it was just beginning for you and I 
In three days, he would raise from the dead, rise from the dead. And Paul, when he writes to the church at Corinth, this is what he says. He said, if the princes of this world had have known what the outcome of Calvary was going to be, they would have never crucified the Lord of glory. I love that. If the enemy had a, had a half a notion of the outcome of Calvary, he would have leveled every tree in Palestine. They wouldn't have found one to hang him on because victory was ours that day. Victory was ours. It wasn't over. It was just beginning. Weeks after this, the church would be born. Believers all over the world from every nation, every tribe and every tongue would rise up and call him Savior and Lord. What a, what a day. And when Jesus was commissioning his disciples, when he was sending out his 12 in Matthew 10, he said an interesting thing to them. He said this, as he sent out in verse 5, his 12 disciples, he says, go out amongst his, do not go out among the Gentiles or enter any town of the Samaritans. Go to the lost sheep of Israel. And then he says this, he says, as you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have been given, freely you have received, freely give. It's been beautiful tonight to sit here and sing these songs. It's been beautiful to watch the kids run about. And uh, how awesome is that that the kids get to run around the cross? All because Jesus paid the price. All because he cried those words, it is finished, not it is over. And it grows and it grows and it grows and it grows and nothing in the world and nothing in the depths of hell can stop the growth of this incredible thing that we call the church. And here's the deal. You are the church. We are the church. And so tomorrow in Lurgan here, we go out into the community. We go down into Shankill Estate. And we love on a group of people because freely we've been given, freely we've received. Now freely we must give. And on your seat, not to bombard you with all the information, but on your seats, the little My Five card, some of you will have seen this before. And um, there's two little cards in your seat. One is um, the My Five card. I'd love you to take a, just a couple of minutes now. I'm going to stop talking in a wee minute, just for a couple of minutes. And I'd love you to ask the Holy Spirit to give you five people. You mightn't be able to think of five right away, but I'm sure you can. Any one of us, I'm sure, could think of five people, neighbors, family, friends, that over the next 40 days... Just when you thought this 40 days was over, what about over the next 40 days you pray these five people into the kingdom? You say, I believe we're in the kingdom because someone prayed us in. We're in the kingdom because somebody fell to their knees, a godly mom, a godly granny, granda, I don't know who it was, but somebody bowed their knee and prayed us in, I believe with all my heart. And what about you praying five people in? Here's our little card. Um, 
If you're not dead sure how to do that or how to lead someone to Jesus, we've done these little cards, the other one in your seat. And basically, it's a help prayer. This isn't, this isn't the thing that people have to pray to get into heaven now, all right? This is just a tool, all right? It's just a little guide um, because all who call upon the name of the Lord be saved. There's some helpful verses on the other side that you could get people to read. And if they're ready to pray that prayer, you can help them, uh, guide them with that. So those are two little cards. There's other ones that we have, Thousand Lives. God spoke to us back in January 2020 about a thousand lives and coming to know Jesus. And there's a prayer in the back of how to pray for those people. Plenty of these too. If you want, I didn't want to bombard you with too much information, but I have loads of those too there. But those are two little cards. So I'd love us just to take a couple of minutes right now. And I'd love us just to think about... Um, five people if you have a pen you might want to write them down or maybe if you haven't a pen you want to think about them but let's that's, that's just take a couple of minutes and do that Love us um, as we conclude. Chris, would you would you have prayed for us? Would you come and pray for the team as they head out tomorrow? I think it was something like um, 87 volunteers. Is that right? Um, uh, heading into Shankill Estate. That's the ones who've registered. I'm sure there's some who haven't. Um, but you're more than welcome if you can help us tomorrow. Um, we would love. We're going down doing gardens, cleanups in the morning. And then a fun day in the afternoon with the barbecue. Al's going to be in his glory tomorrow with his barbecue going. So uh, burgers and sausages for all. So um, love it. You pray for us, Chris, would you, as we finish up? Yeah, it's so good when we get out um, into our communities to demonstrate God's love because he's already there. He's already at work. God is at work in people's hearts and people's lives. And we, we get to partner with him what he's already doing so that gives us confidence and boldness that when we um show god's love in these practical ways that something's going to happen so let's pray and particularly if you're coming tomorrow just invite the holy spirit to fill you so that you can give from a deep place of having received lord we thank you we thank you for sending jesus we thank you for the cross we thank you for what the cross means to us how it speaks to us today as much as it did the first day lord how much is it going to be tomorrow God, we thank you that all can come into your presence that everyone can receive the gift of salvation of new life to be invited into the kingdom of god and so god we ask for your spirit to fall upon us this evening come holy spirit fill us with your presence fill us with your presence lord fill us with your love so that we can give out freely and generously 
from what you have given us. And God, we do pray for this community in Shanko. Lord, we pray for people to come out. We pray for those that were going to um, cut their grass and do different things, Lord, that there would be an expe expectation, an anticipation, Lord, that hope would rise in that community, that there is more to life. God, give us boldness and give us words. Give us the confidence to call people into your kingdom tomorrow in Jesus' name. Thanks so much, Chris. Thank you so much for coming out. Um, we really appreciate it. It's such a good thing to do on Good Friday night. And it's been lovely to see all the kids here. So, kids, tell me this. Has anybody eaten an Easter egg yet? Put your hand up if you've eaten an Easter egg. Wow, come on. Adults, anybody stole one of your kids' Easter eggs? This is time to confess. Nobody's confessing. Okay. Thank you so much for coming out. The Lord bless you. Have a good evening. Have a good Easter. If you're traveling, heading away, please drive safe and enjoy the break. God bless you all. Happy Easter. We hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. For more information about our church and all that we do, please visit our website at emmanuel-church.co.uk.